This is Franchise Today, brought to you by FRM Solutions, providers of the best-in-class software solutions for franchise relationship management. Franchise Today is your destination for weekly information, conversations, and interviews with accomplished industry leaders, all of whom share best practices for sustainable growth and sensible franchising. Here now, your host, Stan Friedman, to kick off this week's podcast. Today is Wednesday, February 16th. I'm Stan Friedman, and this is Franchise Today. Well, the countdown is on for IFA's Open for Business Convention, and according to all accounts, it's going to be quite a blockbuster. And speaking of blockbusters, Michael E. Gerber, iconic author of the E-Myth series of books, will be signing books at FRM Solutions booth 1618 during the Lunch in the Exhibit Hall session on Monday the 28th. Don't miss your chance to meet and greet and snag an autographed copy or photo with Michael E. Gerber. Supplies of books will be limited, so come see us at 1130 on Monday. Monday, the 28th. New topic. With no surprise, I've had lots of positive feedback about Cliff Kennedy's interview here last week, the latest in our monthly series of rising stars of franchising. Looking forward to seeing Cliff and his team as well in San Diego. All right. Today, I'm happy to feature Katrina Mitchell, someone who seldom takes hold of the mic or goes center stage herself as she's usually working behind the scenes, securing center stage keynote opportunities for her ever-growing roster of speakers or planning conferences for an expansive roster of franchise brands that are served by her Franchise Speakers Bureau, the only Speakers Bureau dedicated exclusively to franchising, licensing, and distribution. I'm back in two minutes or less with Katrina Mitchell, founder and chief matchmaker for franchise speakers. Franchise Today will be right back, but first, a word from our sponsors. Hey, franchisors of restaurants, bars, grills, and taverns, and multi-unit franchisees, listen up. This message is for you. Atmosphere TV wants to help you cut costs on overpriced cable TV for your business and either replace it completely or partially if sports programming is essential at your locations. What Atmosphere TV provides are 100% free programming options with more than 50 channels of highly engaging and entertaining programming that is audio optional and guaranteed to please your customers and even increase their average ticket per visit. So here's how it works. Atmosphere hooks you up with an Apple TV HD receiver loaded with more than 50 channels of fully licensed, no cost to you, fun and lifestyle programming. These channels include Chive and Red Bull TV. TV, bloopers, superhuman feats, and an array of viewing options that don't require sound to be enjoyed. And this offer is not just limited to restaurants or bars. No, any business with a TV screen in its waiting room can benefit from Atmosphere's free programming offer as well. So what are you waiting for? Cut the cord on overpriced cable and get Atmosphere TV with its 100% free, engaging, and entertaining programming options. Keep your guests happy while they wait to see you in Instead of watching the clock and their wait times, chiropractors, doctors, dentists, auto repair shops, anyone with TVs in your waiting rooms, jump onto this amazing offer today. And if you text the word FRANCHISE to 474747, Atmosphere will waive the $100 setup fee for the Apple TV HD receiver that they'll ship to you as well at no cost. Atmosphere TV, changing the way businesses view television. Find them online at atmosphere.tv and remember text FRANCHISE to 474747 for the no-charge Apple receiver. Cut the cord and get rid of cable today with Atmosphere TV. 
Franchise Speakers was launched in 2008 when Katrina Mitchell, a successful franchisee herself, saw the need for a franchise industry speakers bureau that would help franchisors find the perfect speakers, trainers, facilitators, MCs, and entertainers to authentically connect with their franchisees. At Franchise Speakers, their mission is to help franchisors create a fabulous experience for their franchisees. While their speakers do the talking, Katrina's team are active listeners, responding quickly with carefully selected speakers based on the franchisor's desired objectives. And throughout the process, Katrina and her team make sure that the presenter options offered for review will connect seamlessly with the franchisor's culture and the desired feeling, tone, and energy of the event. Katrina Mitchell, welcome to Franchise Today. Stan, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. I think it's kind of neat having somebody, well, somebody that I consider a friend is always fun to interview, but you as the person who makes her living booking speakers for other people is a person with whom I have the privilege of speaking today. So I think that's just kind of neat. So Katrina, we do this every week with pretty much the same beginning by asking my guests to take us back to the beginning of time when franchising entered their lives and tell us what that inflection point looked like. What was that like for you? So I had the good fortune, Stan, of having very close friends who were franchise consultants. And one day she called me up and said, hey, I just found your next career. And I started laughing and said, oh, please tell me it's dog grooming. And she laughed and said, no, it's dog something. And I said, they don't have franchises that let you play with dogs. And sure enough, fast forward, I became a Bark Busters home dog training franchisee and ran that business for the next four years. Katrina, are you still well-trained in that? Well enough to teach a couple of tricks or tips to me who has a dog whose bark has been anything but busted? (laughs) It would be my pleasure. Absolutely, Stan. So what were you doing then? What was your prior experience and were you actually looking to buy a business? Yeah, I was not actually looking to buy a business. I think if my friends at Franchise had not thought of me and thought about my passions and what I love and made that connection, I might not have made the transition. I was actually in print advertising sales in the travel industry and then later in the fiber arts industry because I was a a weaver, a hand weaver for many years. Interesting. Very interesting. So how many years did you bust the bark out of dogs? So I had that franchise in Boulder County, Colorado for four years, and I knew I was going to keep it and build it to a targeted revenue line. And so I achieved that in year four and sold the franchise. Unsure of what I was going to do next, I kept putting the question out there and getting random people calling me saying, hey, I'm a speaker and I'd like you to do my sales and marketing. And as a franchisee myself, I really recognized how important it was for me to get tactical, practical, actionable content, tools, tips, tricks, techniques to bring back into my business. So when I went to convention, I really wanted some meat and Franchise Speakers was born. That's terrific. And you know, you just unconsciously, you've just dropped your first, as Brian Schnell would call it, your first nugget for the benefit of the audience in that you began with the end in mind. You didn't get into this franchise business emotionally. 
annually, but you actually approached it as a business with a revenue number in mind that would be the off-ramp. And when that number came, you took the exit. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And I wish I could claim personal credit for that, but I have my franchise consultant, Richard Marianne, to thank for that. Richard, who helped me buy this business, told me that the day that I get ready to sell the business was the day that I bought the business. And that was probably the most important business advice I've ever received. So you started this agency and tell us about that. What was the whiteboard looking like in terms of a menu of services and who all was providing these kinds of services before you came along? Well, there's lots of great speakers bureaus out there in the world, Stan. I just never ran into one focused exclusively on the one-to-many model. So franchising predominantly, but we also work with co-op brands. We work with dealership brands, dealership business models, and licensee business models. So one-to-many. And I think because I was a franchisee and I was so passionate about getting the type of information that I could implement into my business, that's how I went out and started searching for speakers and did not know anything about the speaker bureau business. And people would just help me all along the way. And I, I guess I want to take a little aside. I know this was not your question, Sam, but honestly, coming into the franchise industry was such a welcoming community. Everyone was so kind. Everyone went out of their way to introduce me, you included. You were pivotal in getting my start. And I'm just, just couldn't be a more welcoming, giving, sharing industry out there. I can't remember which convention we were at. Do you? Was it San Diego? And it could well have been. It could well have. I mean, I was there, but I just don't know if that was the one or not. But I remember our conversations. I don't remember actually whether Greg Nathan was in your life yet then or if that followed. Well, that's an interesting question because that was the show. That was my first IFA experience. And I followed Greg Nathan around like a puppy <laughs> until he would talk to me. And in fact, on the last day, told him that I was stalking him and that I would continue to stalk him until he took a minute to speak to me. And he laughed and said, should I be scared? And I said, probably. <laughs> I said, probably, Greg, you should probably be scared. And here we are 13 years later, our firm is his North American representation. And we love Greg and everything he does. Till he breaks out of ukulele. And then I tell him, Greg, keep the day job, man. Just keep the day job. He's great. So you've acquired a great roster of diverse speakers. And that one-to-many is another nugget that you just dropped. Because whether it's distribution or licensing or something akin to quote-unquote franchising, it is all distribution. And those things that I think would be beneficial to an audience of franchisees would be every bit as beneficial to an audience of licensees or distributors. Correct? Yes, yes, absolutely. So what is the recipe for what kinds of speakers you look for and what's the hot button? I mean, we're in a post-COVID world now, Katrina. We should probably, before I ask you that, I should back up further and ask you pre-COVID, what were the hot topics that you found franchisors most interested in and how much, if any, has that changed post-COVID? Those are great questions, Stan. So yes, things have definitely changed post-COVID. I think there's always, there's some topics that are evergreen in the franchise community, mostly because small business owners always need these skills whether that's leadership or team building. And I'll come back to that about where that is now. 
culture, we can get into some of the more tactical topics like productivity or sales skill, local area marketing, those kinds of things are always in demand. Now, post-COVID, we have a huge demand for change, adaptation, resiliency. We are seeing certainly a lot of demand for diversity, equity, and inclusion. Interesting to me, and, and I'm really grateful and happy to see this. We're seeing franchisors looking for ways to help their franchisees holistically. So what I mean by that is we're getting demand for topics such as mindfulness. And Carissa Fenley, I think you might know Carissa, she's a emerging speaker on our roster. She's actually a franchisor in a leadership position in a franchisor brand as well. But she speaks on mindfulness and it's really, really powerful. Stress management, burnout, those types of productivity, those types of topics. Mm -hmm. The world of work has changed so dramatically in the last two years, helping our team members and franchisees, and then in turn, franchisees help their team members adjust and adapt to this new world of work is really important. There are some topics that I think were probably alive and kicking pre-COVID, but as we wound up getting locked down as a country, much less as franchising, what were some of those pivots when conferences looked like they were going away? How did you manage through that? How did you hold on to the helm and manage your rosters of speakers from going sideways? Well, it was quite a thrill, right? Every day was brand new. And initially, I, I like to say that I had about 45 Five minutes of just on the floor in a puddle, just not knowing what to do next. And it suddenly occurred to me that we had this outstanding roster of industry experts like Greg Nathan, like Troy Hazard, like Ford Sakes and Scott Greenberg, author of The Wealthy Franchisee, who I believe you've had on your show, Stan. I have um, multiple times. As of course, Greg has been on as well. Yeah. And I just thought we've got these franchisors who are scrambling trying to help their franchisees. We've got franchisees that are scrambling trying to help their employees. And then we have this roster of experts of really, really smart, kind, compassionate humans who have tools and tips and techniques and systems and have the knowledge to help. So we actually launched for the first six months of COVID, we did everything at no charge. We launched a series called Here to Help and reached out to all our clients and said, what do you need? Tell me what you need, and we will get somebody to do a virtual session for your franchisees at no charge. So if you need local area marketing, or you need a Zoom presentation, virtual presentation skills, or virtual selling skills, whatever it is you need, let me go find that for you, and we'll make it happen at no charge. Let's all get our feet underneath us together. How long were you able to sustain that? I mean, that is altruistic and fabulous, which you're a fabulous human being, but that doesn't put food on your table though, does it? Well, you know, it's really fun and really interesting because I think that uh, the speak in the speaking industry, the speakers didn't really know. No, none of us knew. No one knew. Uh, clients didn't know. Speakers didn't know. Bureaus didn't know. How much should we charge? How much should this be? What does this look like? What does the delivery look like? 
And so for those first few months, everyone was scrambling, trying to get their feet underneath them and figure out what were the best tools for delivery, what the fees should be on that. And I had so many great experiences where I had clients where I'd say, look, I'll do this for free. And they'd say, no, 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 we're going to, how much should we pay you? And I would say, I don't know. How much do you want to pay us? And they'd say, well, I was thinking this. And I'd say, oh, that's great. Cause that's the number I had in mind. And you you know, this was our hardcore negotiation tactics was just having these open hearted conversations and saying, what's going to serve you? What can you afford? And then as things evolved, Stan, and we all saw in franchising, there were some sectors and types of businesses that did exceedingly well. And there were others that were just floundering. And so those that were floundering, we continued to provide services for free. Those that were doing well, I would just say, I know you're doing well and the industry needs your help. I need you to pay for this. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, and I would just say that we're so lucky. The clients that we work with are really just amazing. I mean, just amazing humans, amazing leadership, and super grateful. You just define what the franchise business model has that is different about maybe distribution or licensing or other channels. It's that value proposition of interdependency and caring and sharing. And I've never seen it anywhere like you see it in franchising because I just don't think it exists outside of the franchise business model. And then your relationships with those who you offered these services to obviously deepened and you became closer as people. I'm certain that takes you so much further yeah. than just, just the business, right? Yeah. Thank you, Stan. Well, and I think you know, one thing that we've all shared in multiple conversations is we are coming through the the other side of this into the new world, into where we are now, is that really, in a way, we all had the opportunity to be more vulnerable, more human, and kinder. Very early in one of my clients, very early in the pandemic, something happened, and my firm, my team, we made a mistake. And I called her, and I said, I'm so sorry we made a mistake. And she said, oh, Katrina, don't worry. If we can't give each other grace, now? When can we? And I was so touched by that. I was like, oh gosh, literally. And I, I've got tears in my eyes right now, Stan, just even thinking about that. It's just that level of kindness and passion and really caring for each other. And also, you know, our speakers, right? Like our speakers, our business, I lost our entire year of bookings, which was over half a million dollars in 10 days, right? So everything completely evaporated in 10 days. And think about our speakers. This is how they make our speaker partners. They make their living doing this. They lost all of that as well. So everyone was trying to figure out how are we going to stay on our feet? How are we going to get creative? How are we going to work together? And I, I would say you mentioned Greg Nathan earlier. And Greg has been doing amazing virtual delivery, interactive virtual engagement workshops, masterclasses, boot camps for many, many years. Because as as you know, Greg's based in Australia. He only travels to the North American market a couple of times a year pre-COVID. Now he's not traveling at all because with the change, the constant changes, we're not sure if Greg leaves the country, if we can get him back in. So everything's being done virtually with FRI these days, but he really has an unbelievable ability 
to engage people virtually. He's very, very practiced at it. Well, anybody who's heard him on this podcast knows that you speak truth. I'm wondering, Katrina, through that couple or three months where everybody was just scrambling to figure out who they are and what to do to remain relevant, when everything became Zoom-centric overnight, you know, there were no franchisors I've ever known who would ever have dreamed of holding a discovery day over a laptop or over a computer or a Zoom platform or having conversations with prospects that aren't over a meal. It was unheard of. And in your business, it's not even something that one would contemplate. A conference without being there? What did that look like and how well did that start to ferment as we started getting our feet under us again after the initial shock of lockdown? Great question, Stan. Thank you. I think it really defined for professional speakers the fact that virtual delivery is a completely different skill set. It's a different channel of communication. And anytime a customer or speaker would look to translate live directly into virtual, was a good chance it was going to fall short. But those professional speaker partners of ours and, and others and those clients who looked at the opportunity to engage virtually as a whole new and fresh channel of communication and adapted to all of the, the gamification and the interactive components and the polling and the chats and the, it really excelled in the virtual environment. And in, I want to just add one more thing on that. In a unique way, virtual events give franchise a real-time view into what's going on in the hearts and minds of their franchisees. At convention, if everyone's sitting in a ballroom and if that franchisor is not using a conference app of some sort where there's polling and interactivity, you don't necessarily know. People may not feel comfortable to raise their hand. But we are also conditioned to jump into the chat. And those chat reports are solid gold for the franchisor. I remember Franchise Update being one of the first to start way back before COVID to deploy that instant, immediate press the button for this or press that button for that to get a pulse on the audience. I remember that. I believe the first time I think that they used it was when Michael Side may have debated Jeff Elgin on the merits of franchise brokerage. It was a hot topic in those early days. But I think you're right. So I'll tell you what I want to do. I want to take a quick break. And when we come back from that break, I'd like to go further into that idea of gamification and instant response and those things that have come as the result of COVID and drill a little deeper down into how much and of what do you think will remain as the result of what was forced upon us when that was the only way to go? How much of that sticks around now? And how much does the landscape change going forward? We're talking today with Katrina Mitchell, Chief matchmaker and founder of Franchise Speakers, and we'll be right back. Franchise Today will be right back, but first, a word from our sponsors. We are all familiar with Vistage, YPO, and EO. Well, now comes Zorforum, a somewhat similar type of executive group, but this one comes with a twist. Zorforum groups are exclusively for franchisors. Imagine a peer group for sharing and networking on a platform built exclusively for franchise executives. Zorforum members are afforded unparalleled access to best practices and some of the brightest minds within the franchising world through regular meetings and a dedicated communications platform. 
In this post-COVID world, a franchise-specific mastermind or peer group is an endeavor worth making time for. Zor Forum groups of 6 to 10 will bring leaders together that are in similar situations, but with exclusivity in terms of their competitive sets, so that each can openly help others benefit from their respective knowledge, perspective, and experience with no fear of competitive loss. Network, learn, strategize, and remain motivated along your journey. Join a peer group, not just any peer group. Join the only one designed for emerging franchisors. Join Zor Forum. Learn more at zorforum.com. That's www.zorforum.com. So, Katrina, we left off talking about some of those things that the COVID virus foisted upon us and the changes and pivots and complete, maybe even in some cases, redesigns of franchisors' businesses and those like your speakers and yours. Coming out of COVID, how much of the things that we had to adjust to do you think may stick around versus how much might go back to normal as normal once was? You know what? I personally don't think we will ever go back. We will only go forward. And so to to answer your question, (laughs) just thinking that the adaptation and that really rapid adoption of technology, of virtual meeting platforms is going to continue to be a significant piece of the franchise communication mix. And I think that it's really a boon to franchising. It's a great, because now instead of having to wait for annual conference to bring everybody together, there can be virtual monthly town halls with the leadership team. There can be virtual performance group meetings. And and I'm not saying that virtual replaces live by any means. It is not an or. In my mind, it's an and. It enhances, it gives more points of contact from the franchisor to the franchisee or franchisees to each other. Think about regional market groups or committees or multi-unit owners segmented together. And you mentioned earlier that it would just never in our wildest dreams would we have thought that discovery days would be done virtually. But it's opened up a whole new world and there's so much potential. I think the one area to exercise caution is to not make the assumption, again, that virtual is the same as live. Embrace virtual and make sure that in using virtual at platforms as a communication tool, you are leveraging all of the engagement tools and tactics that are available for that channel. Does that make sense, Stan? I think it makes a lot of sense, Katrina. And so in the hybrid, do you see a day where maybe a meeting is, or a series of meetings are convened over a period of months, as you said, maybe there are workshops that lead to the annual convention and maybe the culmination of all that work that's been done on those Zoom type monthly meetings. The exercise continues or culminates at a conference. Would that be part of the hybrid mix? Absolutely. And I think what's been really fun to be part of this in this industry in the last 18 months is the creativity that's involved. So for example, Scott Greenberg, who you've had on the show, is the author of The Wealthy Franchisee. And Scott and I have partnered and put together programs that include his online programs, his books, live keynote at a live convention, followed up with a virtual live Q&A best practices with some key franchisees, followed up with a session for the field team virtually. So there's just all these ways to go deeper into the content 
and into the messaging by leveraging both the live and the virtual. And one thing I want to make a comment about that I'm hearing a lot is this language lately of Zoom fatigue. And I actually don't think there's Zoom fatigue. I think what there is, is bad virtual delivery fatigue. And it's very different. So I think when people really understand how to fully leverage virtual as both a receiver and a transmitter of content, because there's things the receiver needs to be doing as well. But I think that there's ways to really have a great learning experience virtually. Well, that brings me to my next question actually because I think that what we've talked about in great part would have the audience taking away the idea that you are a franchise speaking bureau and that your mainstay is booking speakers for franchisors events. But really, there's a lot more to what you do for your clients in terms of matchmaking and consulting on the ideas of actually delivering a great conference or putting it all together. Thanks, Stan. I really appreciate that you do understand the complexity. A prospective client might call us and say, I need a speaker. There's so much more to it than that. So I think really digging in and helping clients, asking the questions, what are your key learning objectives? What do you want your franchise to think, feel, say, or do when they leave the session. We really need to start there. What do we want to accomplish? And once we know what we want to accomplish and we want the franchisees to take away, and then the franchisor helps me understand their culture and what type of speaker expert will really resonate with that particular group. And then their desired investment level. So those are the key three things that we must have to get started to find a great fit. Who is it that you can't help if anyone, Katrina? Is there anyone that's too small to be helped by the services that you provide? Thanks, Stan. You know, I think in today's marketplace, our franchisors, majority of our clients are investing between fifteen dollars and $20,000 for a live keynote. And of course, you know, we've got clients that invest over that and a few that invest under that. But I would say that our target client would be a franchise system that's over 75 units and has a budget of at least $10,000 to invest in a keynote speaker. And that's important. In the speaking world, you often get what you pay for. And there's a reason that a $10,000 speaker is commanding $10,000. Understood. Katrina, you talked to about strategic partners. Who are some of those and in what way are they in alignment with what you're doing? Well, we've already mentioned Greg Nathan and Franchise Relationships Institute a couple of times. Scott Greenberg and the wealthy franchisees, certainly. We have recently taken on a role as a strategic advisor to a virtual platform called Juno. And Juno is really a brilliant virtual tool that is perfectly poised to support everything a franchisor needs. They've done great work in the association space, and I'm helping them come into the franchise market. We also work with a variety of production companies and meeting planning companies. Well, I think there's a reason that you're called the matchmaker. I think about weddings. You know, people can put a wedding together for themselves, but they all would do much better to have somebody who's thinking about all the moving parts, knows where they are, what they are, and how to provide for the experience that guests will have because their wedding planner or their speaking planner contemplated the those moving parts and what they could mean to the delivery of the program instead of just who the speaker is going 
going to be and how much am I paying to have them? So Katrina, IFA is just around the corner. What are your IFA plans and which of your speakers might we be hearing from? Well, Stan, I am so excited to be back together with everyone again. So I'll start by saying our opening keynote this year is Vernice Fly Girl Armor. And she's a wow. If you haven't seen Vernice yet, you're in for a real treat. She is one of the first combat pilots and she's so engaging, so grounded and so many actionable takeaways. You will really enjoy her. Then as kind of bookending the event, the closing keynote is one of our top five favorite speakers, Seth Madison. Seth is going to talk to us about the future of work and really dive in and address some of the things that we need to all be doing now to attract and keep the top talent. After Seth's short keynote, he will then facilitate a panel of some of franchising's best of the best who will talk about what they're doing in their efforts to attract and keep top talent. In the middle, David Wilk will be the MC for the show for all the general sessions. We book David on a regular basis. Whenever a client needs an MC, David is hands down our go-to. And Ford Sakes will also be at IFA. Ford has a booth and it's booth 1720. If you don't know Ford and haven't worked with Ford as a speaker, as a trainer, be sure and stop by there. He is outstanding. We've never had a client who wasn't over the moon happy with Ford. And then in the franchisee track, we've got Scott Greenberg talking again about hiring and retention and how franchisees can become a best place to work and really embrace that, the wealthy franchisee attitude to create a culture and keep the best talent available. Quite a list and an impressive list at that. Thank you. I will also be running a roundtable on the future of franchise conventions, what's new, what's hot, what's not. And in addition, also be facilitating a session, an education session on Sunday afternoon called Training in 2022. Special guest on that panel will be Heather Lane from Focus Brands, Carissa Finley from Title Boxing, Evan Hackle from Tortle Training and Engage Consulting, and Josh Hotzenpeller from Juno. So we'd love to see everyone there. Katrina, what about some contact info so those who want to get in touch can find you, maybe even set up a meeting with you at convention? Thank you, Stan. I really appreciate it. And thank you so much for the opportunity to be a guest on your show. You are such a profound wisdom leader in this community. And I'm just so grateful that you chose to mentor me 13 years ago. And here we are. So thank you with all my heart. You are kind. (laughs) If anyone would like to reach me, my cell is 303-669-9905. And my email is Katrina at FranchiseSpeakers.com. That's K-A-T-R-I-N-A at FranchiseSpeakers.com. And I'd love to hear from anyone for any reason. Katrina Mitchell, Chief Matchmaker and Founder of Franchise Speakers. Thank you so much for sharing so much with us today. Well, just like that, we're out of time for today. But I'm back next week to do it all again, when we'll be joined by veteran restaurant, food service, and hospitality executive Bob Barry. 
who will explain how he's bringing all of that hospitality experience to bear as president and CEO of Zips Dry Cleaning. Until then, I'm Stan Friedman wishing you the best, the very best of all things franchising, and Franchise Today is out. Franchise Today is a production of FRM Solutions, providing best-in-class CRM tools to empower relationships with prospective and existing franchisees. No excuses, just solutions. Find them online at frmsolutions.com. Join Stan every Wednesday at noon Eastern for another live episode of Franchise Today. Or, as always, download episodes on demand at blogtalkradio.com or iTunes.